Hey, Broomheads, it's Pat. Um, we just wanted to put a little disclaimer at the front of this episode. Uh, we recorded on uh, Tuesday night, which, of course, was the night before uh, an angry mob of terrorists stormed the Capitol at the behest of the president. And so it's uh, a little weird to probably hear us talking uh about things like being dead and uh, <laughs> and maybe Degrassi in general. We even thought about maybe not releasing the episode, but then thought that maybe it would be something that could help <laughs> uh, us get through this weird time that we're in. Um, so we're going to release the episode, but we did want you guys to know that we weren't <laughs> actively not discussing it. We had recorded before all of the madness happened. So uh, we hope everybody is doing really well, and uh, we hope you like the episode, and we'll see you next week. I have some white wine. <laughs> I thought that was going to be Alanis Morissette at first. I have some white wine. And I'm drinking it today for Raphael Warnock and John Asaf. <laughs> Dead to the version of me. Her name is Kelly Leffler. And she got a lot of money because of COVID. She dumped her stocks in the lake. <laughs> How quickly they were replaced. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I am a uh, famous actor and mother of Gwyneth Paltrow. I am Blythe Danner, the great Blythe Ooh, Danner. I like Here Blythe Danner. I think I'm great. Am I alive? Yes. Yes. I believe my ex-husband, Stuart Paltrow, I do not believe his first name is Stuart, <laughs> I but I believe he either. has he I think it's like John. Away. Gwyneth, my daughter Gwyneth's father did pass away, I believe, but I am still going. I'm great. I'm a delight in anything I'm in. I would argue she's much better than Gwyneth. I will. T I can't. I am her mother, so I can't. You know, I can't be <laughs> very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, what am I looking for? Uh, 2021. Everybody's uh, uh, <laughs> partial. I can't be. I cannot be impartial gotcha. when I speak of my lovely goopy daughter Gwyneth. Whom I do love very much, but I understand she can be a lot for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Just this weekend, I don't know if you saw this, Rachel, my daughter, because I'm Blythe Danner, the famous mm -hmm. mother of Gwyneth Paltrow. My daughter, Gwyneth, posted a goop video where she was uh, holding a, uh, 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 some kind of a makeup product. Far mm -hmm. be it for me to know what it was. Mm -hmm. But she was playing with it. And she was like, this is the best makeup product I've ever seen. It's like goes on my face. I love it. And she dropped it. And she went, oh, fuck. And it was really funny. <laughs> and she posted it. Which was, and, but then people on the internet were like, she did that on purpose so that people would like think she was being humanized. It would humanize her. And I was like, guys, come on. 
we are all just QAnon now. Now we can't believe anything. We don't, you can't even believe that she fucking dropped the goddamn thing and said, fuck. Like, come on, people. That's, I mean, all, that is one mother's opinion. Again, I am her mother. Obviously, she did it and still decided to post it. So I, there's, a, there's a choice there, but that sure. doesn't mean, but it obviously happened. I don't think that she purposefully did that and Listen, then posted it. She could have faked it. You don't know. Yeah. She could have, any, you could very easily fake dropping something. But did the she, fact that, like, this, we're at a point in our, like, country now and in our lives now where our mind immediately goes to, oh, that must be fake. Speaking of things that might have been fake, did you hear about being dead? Yeah, I know being. Yeah. I know John Roder. I don't know him personally, but I know yeah. him very, very well. I mean, he's the lead singer of the Long Winters. Yeah, yeah. And a podcast that my wife. Oh, not Pat's wife. I'm still blight. You know what? I'm gonna get out of here. Good seeing you, everybody. Check out my movies, blithedanner.com. Well, I'll be out of here. Um, hey, it's me, Pat. I'm back. Adrian, my wife, loves that podcast. So it was a lot of a uh, lot of. Uh, I don't know, dealing with being dead this weekend. Yeah. Well, it seemed like also, I think that people are just like stressed out because <laughs> the fact that this was like a huge kerfuffle is like, yeah. a lot. Like it seems kind of dumb to me. Did you read? We're, we're topical podcast now. Did you read the whole thread, the being <laughs> dead thread? Um, I didn't read the whole thread. I read a story about the thread. So I saw some of the tweets in it. I will say, I'm up early in the morning because I get mm-hmm. up with my son on Sunday. So this is when being dead happened. Mm-hmm. So I follow John Roderick on Twitter because I, mm-hmm. I'm, I like the long winters and I know he's a raconteur, a gad about whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I read it before it blew up and I was reading it and I will be honest with you. And I was like, Oh God, I, I absolutely was like, do you really want, I think this is not a great thing that you put on the internet. And then within an hour, it was definitely mm-hmm. not a great thing that he put on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, he, he issued an apology today. Mm-hmm. And I, when Adrian and I were talking about it, Adrian was like, but it definitely, fe-, or maybe I said this, I don't know. I don't want to put words in her mouth. She's mm-hmm. not here to defend herself. Not that she needs to defend herself mm-hmm. in this position, but, uh, he's doing a bit like that's his. that's what it yeah and that's what it felt like too and that's what i was talking about <laughs> it was having a conversation about it with some friends today i obviously am not much of a twitter user but two of my friends on this conversation are big twitter users and had heard about it we were talking about it and uh they alerted me to it and it seemed a little bit like a bit to me when i was reading about it i was like first off the fact that people got so up in arms i was like this is a not a, a starving child <laughs> like b like it seems absurd no, that this would have actually happened as as stated like obviously yeah like yeah. that's where i went with it but at the same time like i think for people who have had similar situations it's upsetting and i get that yeah. and that's even what he said in his apology he was like it was wrong it was dumb i don't know i don't know we free of him i don't know yeah he's a jerk she's a dummy i was also like i think the thing that surprised me the most was i was like a nine-year-old doesn't know how to use a can opener like I, there's kids. no world, no world in which I knew how to use the can opener when I was nine years old. But also, just show her how to use the fucking can opener, dog. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. You can't like, you could show her. And I then can't she believe could use that we're it. starting 2021 off with being dead discourse on the Degrassi every episode of America. Yeah. But we are not here to talk about being dead and our feelings we, about children cooking. We are here. and also baked beans. What a weird like first thought. I know, like this is what I'm the most craving is just like a can well, of cold beans. If baked you beans. read the article, he she, she was not necessarily craving well, that. He's she said I'm hungry 
and he said, we'll go make baked beans. Mm. Which is an I, odd I highly doubt that any of this ever happened. <laughs> I think that the story happened, but I think it's with infused with a fair amount of story glitter to make the mm-hmm. story to make it appear yeah. in his I, mind comedic. It wasn't. It was I I thought as, it was upsetting when I was reading it. I'm being honest. As a as a nine year old okay, so I didn't read the whole thread. I read a story about it. So a little different of a situation. I think it has been deleted. I thought he deleted his whole Twitter and he said he does regret that because he was he should have like owned up and faced the music. He had some very unpleasant tweets in his past that people dug up as well. Yeah. Um, And by unpleasant racist and and uh, and and they're anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I just said that right. I kind of like listening to you while I said anti-Semitic. And I was like, I can't believe believe that we're talking about being dead right now. I can't believe it. But when I was when I was like nine or ten years old, I loved mashed potatoes. It was probably like my, my favorite, favorite food, food too. A hundred percent, my favorite. Food. And my mom does not. I mean, as to be fair to her credit, mashed potatoes are a time-consuming thing to make. They're not like the easiest thing. And she was a busy woman, so she bought me a lot of instant mashed potatoes, and I knew how to make them myself at that age. Well, so I'm just like really. You. Miss Genius, I don't know what you've, to tell you, you. You've been you've been living in a pandemic with your child at home for nine months, and you haven't taught them how to like open up well, no, the can of wanted, food with uh, the a whole, can opener. The whole gist of the story was she he wanted her to know how to do it for herself. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I mean, you could show her how to do it. <sighs> We're not here to talk about Bean Day, Bean Dad, Bean Day, Bean Day. We're not here to talk about Bean Day either. The lesser, how you doing, the lesser, I didn't even do how you do it. I'm so thrown off by this cousin so, band of Green Day. Bean Day. I'm so thrown off by the Bean Dad discourse on on Tuesday <laughs> that it's that I didn't even ask. How you doing, Rach? I'm doing all right. You know, we're waiting for those Georgia results to come in. They'll Ooh, be in by the time this is released. So we've had already a, a rough day as far as uh, politics have gone. Or that's not politics. The 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 world. <laughs> the world. Um, but you know, I'm determined to not let this recording be. A repeat of 2018 midterm elections. 2018 midterm elections. <laughs> so I'm cool, calm, and collected. I'm very zen. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. It is what it is. I don't think we're going to win, but maybe we will, and it would be great. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, Mitch McConnell can. I tweeted recently. I was like, you know how? Well, this isn't what I tweeted. I'm going to preface it. You know how every, with like time travel, everyone's mm-hmm. always like, if you could go in a time machine, would you go and kill baby Hitler? It's like the big, that's like a, a thing everybody says. I was like, in 80 years, the big time travel question is going to be, if you could go back in time, would you kill baby Mitch McConnell? <laughs> and now I don't know if that, I don't mean to make Hitler appear less awful. I'm just saying Mitch McConnell is so awful. Mm-hmm. That he's like on similar levels, and and the things that he's done will be felt for decades, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not getting stressed out about it. I'm we're not here to talk about the Georgia runoffs, though. We hope they go the way we want. We're certainly not here to talk about being dead, but we did that for a good seven or eight minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you, Rachel. Who would have thought you'd be the one bringing up I being know. dead? That sounds like a me thing. No, I didn't. There's not much going on today, apparently, in my world that uh. 
Now, John Roderick's certainly not like a famous person, but he's like got a very popular podcast. He's been a successful as you could be indie musician. It's probably made a nice career out of him. Mm -hmm. He will, though, always be. This is it. This is his cemented thing forever and a day he will be he will dig himself out from under this and anything ever written about this guy if there are things written about him it will always be being dead john roderick god the internet is fucking weird it's very weird <sighs> we're not here to talk about any of that stuff we're here to talk about degrassi the next generation we are here we are in the new season season seven there's a new group of cats Line in the hallways of Degrassi. And of course, this is episode 701, which is the 120th proper episode of Degrassi. But because of all the two parters, oh, wait, the 120th and 121st episodes of Degrassi. But because of all the two parters, like this one, we're talking about the 96th episode of Degrassi. The name of the episode is Standing in the Dark. Standing in the Dark is a song by a band Rachel and I had never heard of called Platinum Blonde. But Rachel did a little research, right? They're Canadian. That's there all you I go. know. That's the uh, I listened to. The, I'm not going to do the whole "What's your favorite?" because we yeah, don't. I, we don't I, know. This I listened to that song today. It's pretty good, actually. I, I liked, liked it. it. Yeah, I liked it. It was very like synthy, sort of like new wave mm -hmm. '80s. Which it's is, it's the more tame cousin to "Dancing in the Dark," "Standing in the Dark." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like a yeah, wallflower yeah, yeah. kind of thing. You're just up against the wall, <laughs> standing there. Come on, Cinderella, put it all together. <laughs> we could just be. Standing in the dark. That's how it goes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I understand what you meant by the wallflowers, but you said it. Now I had to sing the fucking song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a fine song. So we don't have to go into all this stuff. We don't know any plan. Yeah. And we oh, spent too long talking about other things. So we can just skip right into this episode in this new season. I do want to say, though, Platinum Blonde, pretty good band name. Yeah. Especially for an 80s hair band. Yeah. Yeah, I really they like so it. Much of a hair band, they weren't like a metal band. They were more like a. Well, they had band. hair that was very over the top '80s. So I'm nodding, yes. They, yeah, I can't see this. I'm nodding, yeah. yes. Yeah, Rach, it's nice to be back. It's 2021. Everything's going to be better now. Did you know that? Yeah, it just automatically changed overnight, right? Police are going to be held accountable for murdering people in the streets. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, no, they're not. Mm -hmm. uh, 2021 just is the shitty. Somebody tweeted like right at uh. Right on New Year's Day, they were like, 2021 is going to be just as bad as 2020, except without the blissful ignorance of the first two months of 2020. <laughs> so we won't even get that. Uh, I'm like, I'm trying to be optimistic about how the, the latter half of the year will be, but it's going to be a real long stretch to anything good. I'm scoring uh, what you're saying by doing this one's optimist. Radiohead. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I plan on not really. I'm. I don't think I'll be going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think I'll be seeing any people. I'm not on a. I'm not a priority for a vaccine, so I won't be getting that for a while. So I'll just be uh, here in my parents' basement hiding out. Here in your bedroom, I could turn. It's different, different but similar. It's different but similar, yeah. Different but similar. Mm -hmm. Um, well, Rachel. Somebody decided it'd be a good idea to have the kids from the school that uh, was oh responsible God. for murdering one of the favorite Degrassi's and, favorite sons and not line just, the halls. And not just like some, but like all of them. So somehow they're fitting double the amount of students into the school while the other ones burnt down and they... Who was the arsonist? We don't Lakehurst. even know the details about uh, it. I don't know. Um, before, we, before we get too far into it, so... 
you know, season seven is proposing that it starts halfway through the school year. They're putting more episodes in a school year by splitting it into two seasons. And a lot then is happening during the school year, a lot more than in a normal Degrassi school year where a lot happens compared to a normal school anyway. Um, but Oh, you don't say. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> um, really preaching to the choir here. But um, so the best part about this introduction was that they just threw a whole bunch of new students and they all had to share slides in the opening credits because there's right. not enough space for right. all of them. Yes. They all had metaphor. two people in a credit. And the only one that was uh, people who are already on the show was Danny and Derek are now featured in the opening credits, but yet Toby who was featured greatly in the beginning uh, episode is like just relegated to the also featuring. Oh, he wasn't even you. You are so great because I would, all I noticed was that Danny and Derek were together and that Holly J and Darcy were together. No, Anya, because Darcy still has Sorry. her own thing. Sorry. And then so it was. I, did, I was wrong in my second. I knew two things. And, and then it was 50, 50. Um, Sav and Jane who got. I like Jane, but we'll get to it. Yeah. And I, so uh, someone posted in the Facebook group today about season seven, starting a discussion about season seven. And yes. I realized, Pre and I already said this um, in there. And then I, I noticed it while I was watching this this morning was that this is when I really didn't watch Degrassi because this is when I lived in England. So mm, like I, right. I watched this and I was like, I don't remember this at all. I think I maybe caught random bits of some of the old faves when they were in right. college, but like not even this season, like after this. I remembered it. I remembered a little bit of this. I, I did. I have seen this. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember it in the sense the way I remember anything, which is not, well. not very much. Mm -hmm. So they introduced these kids, all these kids coming from Hillhurst, right? And now we know there has been- what did I call it? Hillhurst. Lakehurst. Hillhurst is a place in Cal is a, like a street in California, mm -hmm. uh, Los Angeles to be exact. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I don't know. So they introduce these kids are coming from Lakehurst, and we know that there has been a lot of drama from Lakehurst. And I was like, who? This is you know. I was like, who thought? Who, like who would do this? You know, what person would do this? So I did a little research, and mm -hmm. it turns out. Uh, the person who decided to do this was the superintendent of plot devices. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the superintendent of plot devices came in and was like, look, we need to spice it up. <laughs> it was just like, the, uh, I mean, the board of, who, I don't even know what Hatsalaka said. Mm -hmm. She like did say like some, somebody like made the decision, but like, really, this is the school you're going to send them to. Obviously it's a plot device, but it was so on the nose and I was like god damn oh before we do this I told you today I texted you I sent you a personal mm -hmm, text mm -hmm. a personal text message a PTM that's mm -hmm, what they call mm -hmm. them uh, I told you that I have a hot take about these yes. episodes do you think you can guess it's a it's a it's a, it's like a, a whimsical one it's not okay. like a serious thing do you think you can guess perhaps what said hot take is, is I have a hot take <sighs> Is it about the story or is it about characters? It is about a it is about a specific character. Okay. And it is not about Hot Peter. So don't be like, is your hot take that now you like Hot Peter? Because the answer is no. <laughs> it's not that drastic. I mean, I felt hot a Peter little sorry for him. A little bit more likable in this. A little bit, but I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not letting it happen. I'm not letting myself be won over mm -hmm. by that slime ball. Mm -hmm. Your hot take. I would love it if you nailed it. I, I I can give you a hint. 
Okay. I mean, there's one, so there's one thing that I noticed, which I don't think is a hot take, but like just based off of like almost all of the new students that are background Mm. for the show Mm. was that they went to a grunge high school. Like, no, well, that's not a hot take. That's like a, that's a thought. Yeah. A hot take is like something that people will not agree with. Okay. Right. Did I no, just no, 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 no. a hot take to you? And I'm very sorry for that. That was it wasn't, disgusting. It wasn't and that I wish I didn't... we could walk that back in a race, but I did. I apologize. I, that is fine. I, I want to also caveat that with that. I wasn't thinking that that was your hot take. I was trying, I was being gotcha. observational See, and thinking like, that was the only thing that I thought about a little bit about this. So you have a hot take on a character. A specific character. I wonder if any of the broomheads are like, I know exactly what it is. They might. I want a hint. Okay. It is about a choice a character has made. Okay. Oh, it's about Manny's hair. I think she's pulling it off. Whoa. Whoa. No, I think she pulls it off. No. I think she pulls it off. Oh, and I'll, I'll no. tell you why. I have, I'll tell you why. Oh, no, when, no, no. when she first shows up, it's not looking great. I'm not going to deny that. And But here's when she's pulling it off. Mm-hmm. At cheerleading practice when her hair's in a ponytail. It looks better. And I was like, this is, she looks great. It's a great nude. She's changing it up. Mm-hmm. Even if she's not pulling it off, I'm not hating on this. I know everybody hates on it. And even she hated on it in that TikTok. But what yeah. I'm saying is she needed a new look. She needed a new thing to like, you know, f- mm-hmm. season seven. It's not a new school year though, which is funny, but mm-hmm. she was, and I was like, you know what? I think she's pulling it off. Um, that's why it's a hot take because no one's going to believe. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she looks like terrible. I just think it's not quite the right shade for her skin tone. Like mm. I think that people look, you know, like things are a little bit warmer, a little cooler, a little mm. brighter, a little darker. Like everyone looks fair. better with like slightly different things, like different makeups, different colors that they wear and different gotcha. hair colors. Speaking of different skin tones, uh, uh, Darcy's got a tan and a half on her this season. She's I going know. to tan in salon. I was going to say, where had she been this winter? I was like, where'd she get that fucking tan? At Bible mm-hmm. camp? Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Holly J made a comment on her extensions, though, because I was like, those are probably extensions, right? <laughs> I have a question to pose to you, mm-hmm. Rachel, and to the broomheads to think about this. I love Holly J right off the bat. I mm. love how do you don't you I see I remember later Holly J because that's all I really saw. I didn't see her introduction, and she is awful. <laughs> Yeah, but, and this is what I was going to bring up. Mm-hmm. If she was like a dude character acting exactly the same, I would fucking hate, I would hate that character. Oh, interesting. But Holly J, I, I'm here for it. I love it. She was making me laugh. She was like so mean to everybody. She didn't even like, she walks into that place and was just like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to shit on everybody here. And like that other girl who walks around with her, who's that now? Anya. The, look, the one who looks just like her. Anya. Those are different yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. That's what we were talking about in our Patreon call last oh, week. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Those are the sa- That's the same person cut in half and cloned. They're very similar looking. Yeah. Yes. They're so They're similar. They're both white women with like pale skin and very fair colored hair. Oh my goodness. So I'll, I'll we, give you that they do look very similar. <laughs> I thought they were, I thought, I thought I was seeing double. I had to like, I had to be like, take my glasses off. I had to make eyes. sure that we were, I was like, wait, this is Holly J, right? I needed to wait till someone Which said one her is name. Holly We've also, only really seen Holly J so far. I believe someone pointed this out in the Facebook group mm-hmm. that it's funny that Holly J is 
what's her name? Sister. What's that woman's name? That we the character? Uh, Heather Sinclair. Heather Sinclair. Holly J. And yet she goes to the other school. Yeah, which and, is very weird for public school. Like you would normally funny. go to the same one unless you moved. I also think it's interesting that her name is like Holly J. It's like, what does the J stand for? Maybe we'll find out more later. Jacoby and Myers. She makes her name is Holly Jacoby and Myers. uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. She makes a very specific point that it's not Holly. It's Holly J. And like, you know, I know people named like Marianne or things like Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. For example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this is like an initial. It's not like J-A-Y. Her parents were big fans of Jacoby and Myers, and they named mm-hmm. her Holly mm-hmm. Jacoby and Myers. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. one name, Jacoby and Myers. Okay. It's Holly all... Jacoby and Myers. Yeah, there's no spaces. There's just an ampersand like Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> so we got a we got a lot of we got a lot to discuss because we're laughing now, but boy oh boy, by the end of this, I think we're not gonna be laughing so hard. This is a tragedy at this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of these all this show is so fucking tragic. Right? It really is. Yeah. It's like nothing can just be like a little sad or frustrating or depressing. It has to really be like all the way. You have to be. Uh, I don't even. I, I mean, as the show says, this, it goes there. But this, I mean, and we're going to get to that at the end. This I mean, I, I wasn't expecting this to go there as much as it did. The second well, episode was rough, <laughs> dude. I, I, it went there and then it went there and then it went there. And then I was like, I, there's no more to do. Yeah. You have effectively taken a character who, and you have had her be roofied and raped, thinking she had unconsensual sex with her boyfriend, which that's a whole other topic that they weren't even like concerned about the fact that the sex was completely not consensual when they were just both drunk. To her realizing she was raped by who knows, to her <laughs> slitting her wrists in the shower. I was like, this could be 17 oh. episodes. To her getting chlamydia. Right, right, right. I forgot. To her, um, you know, her parents and dealing with her parents and oh, gosh. to reading the Scarlet Letter in Miss Kwan's Hilarious class, of that course. How on the nose, Miss Kwan, we haven't seen her in a hundred years. And she's yeah. like, uh, Kim has already yelled at her for uh, losing oh, her virginity. Oh my God, Kim, Kim makes a wonderful appearance to take back the abstinence ring that she had. Kim was hilarious because she was, she was like, oh, I guess friendship club didn't really mean anything to you. And then she just stands there with her arms folded, like staring mm-hmm. at Darcy. But we she are also, so far ahead of ourselves. She also described virginity as God's most precious God's gift. God's most precious gift. Yes, I wrote that. Uh, um, did you like my superintendent of plot devices joke? I feel like that kind of, I thought that was going to be a big hit and it didn't yeah, seem to go it as didn't good. land quite as, as, as good. Well, All you know. Right. Well, I guess I'll cross that one off the list. <laughs> That's not going to be a yeah. t shirt. So it's a new school year and Lakehurst is part of the school because their school burned down. I guess. That's we what they told guess. us. Um, so you said who was the ar- we don't even know if it was arson. It could have just been like a meteor. <laughs> if they ended this episode with like a fucking meteor hitting the school and like aliens coming out of it and like taking over, I'd be like, I mean, I guess I wouldn't you even almost, argue it. If I had been drinking something, you would have gotten a spit take on that meteor joke. <laughs> well, I guess that made up for the superintendent of plot devices. I think the broomheads are gonna mm-hmm. like that more than you did. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I'm just going to score all of the things you say by doing that part in Optimistic by Radiohead. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to read my notes. Darcy oh, oh. Grimes speech. Mm-hmm. We saw Claire Grimes speech for a hot second in this one too. Yeah, yeah. We know that she's going to get introduced at some point soon. I felt like, I don't know if you noticed this, but back to the intro song for a second, your favorite song. I know you love it. They have if a photo. They have a photo at the end of like all the Degrassi characters. And I feel like they just photoshopped the new people into the edges. <laughs> like, I didn't even notice, but you're probably right. Very weird. They probably did. Did, um, they, did they make those two women who look exactly the same different or did they were the same person? Did they just they were two, them... they were different. They put two, the They're, two of them like together two though. Face, but if they changed Holly J and what's her name, Anya, Anya into Two Face, the Batman villain, it would just still be one. It would still be the same face. <laughs> just be one face. Two just face. the one face. Anya, I will. You get so I. I'm so bad with names. Yeah. Well, you'll get there when we actually get introduced to her. Um. So. It's a new school year. Manny's got new hair. Everyone's back. She's Darcy and Manny off. are like BFFs working on Spirit Squad. It's so funny because like th- last time we checked in with them, they were not friends, right? Or I, I, it's been a week. I, I feel like Darcy keeps saying shitty things to Manny and Manny keeps not being that bothered by them, like upset for a little while and then being like, oh, okay, whatever. Like right. not the worst. But she did call her a plastic virgin. Right at yes. the beginning. She said, Darcy, the plastic virgin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Darcy wants to go public with her uh, relationship with hot Peter Locus. Mm-hmm. But hot Peter is reluctant to tell his mother uh, hot Sue Locus mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to get sent to a boarding school. No. I guess. Uh, but hot Darcy Grimes speech, which I didn't mean to say that because I was, <laughs> I apologize very much so. I thought I was going to say hot Peter, but I didn't. I said, I'm talking about Darcy Grimes speech. She is like, if you really love me, or even if we have many, maybe you haven't even gotten to love yet, but if you really care about me, why are you trying to hide us? Mm-hmm. And he's like, isn't it kind of fun to be in secret? Meanwhile, yeah, er- Manny and fucking Emma know about it. So it's not that secret. You're just keeping it a secret from your mother, hot Sue Lockish. Yeah, which is not really the person you need to keep it a secret from. Right. So, Hatsu, then, we know the great Hatsu Lakas, she calls Darcy Grimes' speech to the principal's office after she has had a run in with Holly J. Holly Jacobia Myers. Uh, uh, Sinclair. That's that's going to be a joke that's going to be hard to commit to. I'm not sure I want to do it. <laughs> I get so I get so tripped up after I do it with the last name. I can't because you can't just say Holly Jacoby and Myers. You got to say the whole name. What if it was like? What if it was like Holly Jason? Do you think that how many broomheads and broomheads? Please feel free to answer this on any platform you follow the show on. We'll even know what Jacoby and Myers is. <laughs> like do you Jacobian know what Myers that is? is Jacoby Myers is too long of a name you for know me what to that, uh, do you know what that is yeah okay. isn't that like a law office yes yes, yes. the yeah. law offices of Jacoby and Myers yes. yeah I think it's too long for it to become a well trend. you can do what you do you eat what you eat and I'll eat what I eat says the famous okay. uh, famous Yukon Cornelius from Rudolph the Red Nose <laughs> you mean Matty O <laughs> actually Matty O and Holly J should be related Maddie O and yeah, Holly J. Mm-hmm. But Maddie O is a name we've given him. Holly J is mm-hmm. a name she's taken. Maddie mm-hmm. mm-hmm. O and Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair, you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to keep thinking of Holly, Holly Jimothy. No. 
I'm not, I will not do any other thing. I'm done. I've already laid yeah. claim to Holly Jacoby and Myers. You have whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Holly J is mean, right? What does she say? You got oh. any things that she says to anybody? She says mean things. Well, she says uh, she says stuff to Darcy about her extensions. It's when so Manny's like, "Ooh, new people at the school means there might be new hot guys here." Because you know Manny, uh, one note, I love her character writing. <laughs> like, she loves she loves, she loves boys, the boys, and I love her for it. She's a queen. So she and Darcy are in the cafeteria, and they run into Sav and Jane, mm-hmm. and this is the only time we really see sav he's like hey i'm sav like okay we met you now sav great jane and uh Ooh, sav jane like sweet jane <laughs> Ooh, sav jane sorry sav and jane are talking about going snowboarding that weekend and manny's like i could go snowboarding with a hot guy and Darcy, Darcy is. Yeah. She had plans to go to a church retreat that weekend. She did. She did have plans to go to a church retreat that weekend. So she's not going to go snowboarding with him there. But then she get. Uh, so oh, what we didn't. What we failed to say is that Peter. She gets called to Hatsu Lakas's office. Peter has is telling Hatsu they're coming clean to Hatsu mm-hmm. that they're a couple mm-hmm. because Peter's doing it for Darcy, and Hatsu is mm-hmm. fine with it. She's like, oh, Peter's been better. Is like acting, not acting up so much. Mm-hmm. as long as your parents are okay with it. And she was like, as long as we don't fuck, that's exactly what she mm-hmm. said. Those were the words mm-hmm. that came out of her mouth. As long as we don't fuck, my parents are fine with it. So mm-hmm. then, I, I, again, the superintendent of plot devices was called once again to have make sure that uh, uh, Sinead Grimes Beach's parents were picking her up from school that day so that they could conveniently run into Hatsu and Peter. Mm-hmm. And we find out that they certainly do not know that they are dating. And Mm-mm. Darcy Grimes Peach's mother is an awful person. Yeah, she's really terrible. Yeah. She's like, I heard your son made my daughter walk home in the rain. And this made me like, this was the one thing that made me like soften on Hot Peter a little bit. Not for his sake, but for Hot Sue's sake. Because she was like, yeah. I, I'm doing the best I can. And the mom fucking says, well, maybe if you and Mr. Hot So Lacus, which I was confused by that because we know it's Lacus is the name. Hot Sue is the, her name. <laughs> so I was a little confused, but she said, maybe if you and Mr. Hot So Lacus were together, I was like, who says that? Who fucking says that? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, Christian people fucking say that. <laughs> like, it's believable. I mean, we've heard Darcy say shit like that to everyone at the school. So you know where she's getting it from. Totally believable after I thought about very, it. Very, very judgy. After I thought about it for nine seconds. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, devastating. So then Sinead Grimes Beach decides she's going to pretend to be sick from so she doesn't have to go on the church retreat and she can mm-hmm. sneak away to this snowboarding getaway with Manny mm-hmm. and some hot boys. Now, this is a thing yeah. that I found interesting. We've been watching this show for this will be the seventh season for 121 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that I have never once heard one character ever say the word snowboarding, yet they all seemingly have full snowboard gear and snowboard clothes all of the things you could possibly need to go snowboarding at the ready drop of a hat now this to me was very interesting 
I just assumed that they got rental snowboards. I didn't notice if they had them on the bus. But their whole getup, all of their clothes, they had yeah. snowboard pants. They had snowboard, cool snowboard coats. D- did you not have like snow pants as a teenager? Shut up, Rachel. Just let me have this. <laughs> have you ever been snowboarding? Yeah, I have. I never had. Did you Did you have cool snowboard clothes? No, certainly not. I had like a a winter jacket, but like not a Mm -hmm. snowboard jacket. That was was like, they were so decked out to the nines in snowboarding and they all knew how to do it at the drop of it. They live in Canada. Yeah, I only tried snowboarding once and I did not like it. Also, I didn't know what was going to happen in this episode and I shit you not. When they were all snowboarding and having a fun time, I thought to myself, oh, this is, this looks like so much fun. Like, what a great trip this would be. Mm-hmm. This is the most fun, I swear to God, Rachel, I was like, this is the most fun I've seen these characters have in forever. This is so great. And then it, like, could not turn darker. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of like the party before JT's death. Yep. Like, we... <laughs> The characters were having such a great time, and then, like, JT's dead. The snowboarding montage was way too long. I liked it. I was like, look at how much fun they're having. (laughs) You're so right, Rach. They, like, lull you in to the most, like, fun things ever, and then they fucking bash you over the head with just Mm -hmm. terror. Oh, it's terror. It is terror. Ah, it makes you sad, but, and, 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 and part of me was like, really? And, but then I was like, yeah, this fucking shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was like very confused about the setup. And so I had to kind of watch it a second time to understand what exactly was happening. So there was like a day out at Mount Huron to go snowboarding, but there was also a house rental and a party later, but like no one was staying over. They were supposed to get the bus back that night, but I was like, who rented this house? And like, it was a very convoluted thing for sure. Yeah. And I overheard I, I watch it again, and when um, Manny is trying to show Darcy how to, like, strap her boots into the snowboard, <laughs> um, when she's trying to show her how to strap her boots into the snowboard, Jane's like, hey, are you going to stick around for the party later? Um, but no one explains, like, who the fuck's house is this? Who are all these? And then it's all, like, Lakehurst and Johnny DeMarco was there, oh, so Johnny I just DeMarco. I just remember singing. Johnny him. DeMarco! I've been singing uh, Johnny DeMarco, you don't care, by he's Rancid. Not, he's not He's not Johnny. He's Johnny DeMarco. I know. Oh, like, yeah. Totally. There is no short name. But that song, Johnny DeMarco, you don't care nothing about. And I've been singing a Johnny DeMarco all day. To my, like, not yeah. even for the show as a bit, I've been singing Johnny DeMarco all fucking day. Sorry, I, hit I mean, to be fair, the only people at the party that uh, like we only know our three our three main kids and Jane and Sav yeah. and Johnny DeMarco. And then there is that that guy who looks like a poor man's Duff Goldman. It hits on Manny. I didn't even notice that, to be fair. <laughs> I was probably writing something. Bad. Yeah. So I have to say, I did notice like talking about snowboard gear, though, I did notice Darcy's super cute snow boots, and I kind of wanted them. Uh, Darcy, Darcy is coming of age, and the, she was great in this episode. Mm-hmm. Sinead Grimes' mm-hmm. speech is terrific. I have to agree. I have to say, like, I feel like her acting has come a long way. I told you today, it makes me sad that she's only done like soapy teenage shows and Hallmark movies because I think she's a fucking actual good actor. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So they. Go to this party after the great snowboard montage that was wonderful and fun, mm-hmm. but Rachel thought it was too long. That's fine. Probably was, but I was into it. 
and the the plot device superintendent didn't didn't know when to the cut superintendent it off. of plot devices you're talking about the, yeah, the yeah. character the yeah, superintendent yeah. of plot devices yeah well that wouldn't be that is part of the show uh so they go mm-hmm. to this party mm-hmm. And Darcy starts getting a little drunk. She goes to the bedroom with Hot Peter. She's like, don't forget that we have the above the shirt only rule. And he starts to like try to get a little frisky. And she's like, I'm mm-hmm. out of here. She's very intent. And it's very intent on remaining a virgin until she is married. Mm-hmm. It's a very important thing to her. And mm-hmm. that's that. So she's talking to Manny about it. Manny's like, dude, loosen up. You got to fuck. That's exact verbatim. That's the quote. She's like, loosen up, girl. You got to fuck. And she's like, no, I'm mm-hmm. not like you. I'm not no values and no self-respect. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Let Manny live her life. I love how Manny but then- doesn't really care. She's like, fuck you. She doesn't. Um, and I also loved um it's so funny though, because like Darcy and Manny seem like, you know, such good friends and they're so like cheery together. And then Darcy just says something so mean like that to and her. And she's not even like, that before drunk. Before that before that, Manny's like, Oh, you snuck out. Like Manny says some, you know, like slightly slightly mean spirited, you know. She did little... call her the plastic virgin. But it's not like horrible. Whereas what like Darcy says to Manny is just like outright and mean. she like tosses like, it off like she doesn't even like know that like it's, it's bad. not a big deal like, these are not nasty <laughs> things to say to my one of my one of my favorite things when um when they were hanging out getting ready to snowboard was when uh darcy said that manny taught her everything she needed to know about call forwarding <laughs> she like was tricking her parents and i was like when was so manny figured out all the tricks to like trick your parents into not knowing where you went manny is not only the greatest character on this show she's one of the great television mm-hmm. characters of all time in my opinion yes definitely i'd put her in my top mm-hmm. 10 list i love manny everything about her so mm-hmm. darcy is drunk and she's upset about how peter trying to go below the pants or below the shirt mm-hmm. into the pants mm-hmm. and uh into the pants <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the sound it makes like you don't that. think so? That's don't not like the sound that. it makes? I thought that was the sound it makes. Uh, so she's drinking a drink. She goes to pee. She puts the drink on the ledge. And then. Not only is she drinking a drink, she's drinking like a Smirnoff ice. Is it? Is like, it? It's like something like that in a mm. cup that she poured out into a cup. So it's it's a drink, but it is. Is that? Barely a drink. Okay. But Smirnoff Ice has a lot of alcohol in it, doesn't it? Isn't it like a, like a more no. than beer? No? No, I don't oh, think I so. didn't know. I've never had one. They're gross. Don't <clears throat> remember don't when people were like, "You got to somebody says it, and you got to drink the whole thing." Oh yeah, there was some kind of challenge. It was like the broiest bro dude shit on in history. I'm ready to just opt out of the internet as a whole. I think was it an internet thing? I feel like it was more like a people in bars thing. Yeah, but I think it came from the internet. The ice bucket challenge. That's what it was. The yeah, ice bucket yeah. challenge. Where you dump a whole giant bucket of cold Smirnoff off ice. On your head. <laughs> yeah, it's the Smirnoff ice bucket challenge. <laughs> that actually might be. Dude, you from. could get that. You could get that viral tomorrow if you wanted to. <laughs> hey, Smirnoff ice bucket challenge. Give all the money to the bars who can't have, can't open. Which actually would be a nice thing to do, actually. That's actually. Sorry, did you by say, the way, did you say it can open? 
can't open, I meant to say. Oh, okay. that is actually I was like, are we back to talking about opening cans? Honestly, of beans? that is not a bad idea. If we yeah. we start the smear it off ice, I'm not even kidding. The smear it off because the whole thing with the ice bucket challenge was you got people to sponsor you and then you pour beer uh, ice bucket over your head and then you'd give mm-hmm. the money to I believe it was ALS right yeah I'm pretty sure it was ALS the, I'm telling you the Smirnoff ice bucket challenge where do they even make Smirnoff ice anymore is it like Zima I think they still make it where you I think get, you can still get it next to the Mike's hard lemonade you get people to sponsor you and for how many money and then if I get a hundred bucks two hundred bucks three hundred bucks to sponsor me you can pour mm-hmm. smear enough ice over my head and the money goes to those foundations for beer restaurants and bars that are struggling during COVID that's a fucking great idea mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it the smear enough ice bucket challenge <laughs> I'm not gonna do it but it's a good idea yeah but you're gonna start it tomorrow I'm not but it's a good it's honestly come on that's not a bad idea it's not a bad idea. It would raise money. Pro- a bunch of bro dudes would do it, and it would raise money for a it good would. cause. It would. It what would. am I, fucking Guy Fieri over here trying to come up with great ideas for the <laughs> restaurant industry? So, back to the point of the story. <laughs> Darcy gets mad at Peter. She says some shit to Manny. Manny walks off, and then she's drinking the Smirnoff ice, uh, and she goes to the bathroom, and she leaves her cup outside of the bathroom which is odd to me just take it with you i know but, but she also, like doesn't drink she's a child this is probably like maybe your yeah. second or third time ever getting drunk and the first time really probably amongst mixed but, company I mean, if you had a coke or something like that you might do the same thing take it into the bathroom with you put it on the sink i just take it in the bathroom to piss in it that's what i would do oh yeah that's what you do uh-huh. uh <laughs> so while she's in the bathroom someone comes and roofies it but we don't realize that right away but that happens to her, and then they show a very un- uncomfortable scene of her being like thrown on a bed, and I don't know, it's just terrible. Yeah, it's awful. And then that's the end of episode one. So what? So we we're moving on to the second episode of the two parter. Mm-hmm. That would be, of course, standing in the dark, part two. Part two. Mm-hmm. It's it's more like a like a slowly shuffling side to side in the dark. Pretty much, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Not a full on dancing, but just oh, like no, a little. No, no. Yeah. Also, next week is um, called Love is a Battlefield. The song, you know, the famous song, Love is a mm-hmm, And don't mm-hmm. they say, standing in the dark? Do they say that in that song? I thought they did. I'm going to do that all next week, so I should stop now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll mm. wait for next week for that one. Um, but t- Peter, Darcy wakes up in the bed where she where we last saw her naked or like semi-naked and peter's next to her Did you Hot see peter's her with totally her. naked that's what danny and davy said Derek. <laughs> danny, Derek. danny and anya <laughs> danya <laughs> Ooh, do they ever date it would be great if they did i would do it just to they already have the couple name there all right. So what happened? So they she, they wake up they wake up in the bed. It seems as if they have had sexual intercourse with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Darcy's upset, obviously, because she's been really holding on to her virginity. But Peter, yeah, but she's like, she's excusing it for the fact that like they are very drunk. But also, Peter's like, did we have sex? And she's like, we definitely oh, did. I hate even. I don't even like feel comfortable talking about this. I know. Uh, I so know. yeah, he he does not. He's very concerned and doesn't think that it happened it's sad 
Yeah, and like Darcy's talking to Manny like I think I did this and feeling like awful about it. Um and Manny is so sweet to her. She's she's saying to her, you know, every girl is entitled to have a secret and Right. Yes, you yes, know, because you don't she's have like as to, long as you don't tell anybody. You don't have to tell anyone about this. Um you don't it it doesn't have to mean anything or be anything and like all of that. You want to what you want to hear me lay a hot criticism mm-hmm. on my best friend in the whole world, Manny? Mm-hmm. Though you don't leave anybody behind, girl. You don't get on that bus if your fucking friend isn't on the bus. Like that was a little. I mean, I guess that they had just sort of had the moment where Darcy called her a person with no morals or whatever, mm-hmm. so she was probably mad. But at the same time, like, let me ask you: if you were at a party and you were getting on a bus mm-hmm. and you were with Kindle and Kindle wasn't on the bus, you wouldn't get on that bus. You'd stop and go find her. Yeah, but also there's Hot Peter there. Hot Peter's still right. There. Who who he who she knows she's fighting with. Mm, yeah, but like not. I don't know. I think that's more of a thing now. Like, no, don't leave anybody behind. But I was a little bit like, oh, man, you should have checked. Mm-hmm. You should have kicked around some doors. Not that I'm laying blame on Manny. It's mm-hmm. not her fault. Mm-hmm. But I, but but nowadays, I think people are more of the mindset of like, no man left behind. Yeah. Woman, uh, people also have better cell phones than they did in, in this show. Yeah, obviously, because we just see, see poor Darcy. T9 texting. Like You love talking about T9 texting. T-Q-R-N. uh so so yes so she's like you you don't think peter's told anybody and of course peter's told dumb and dumber oh my god and they're like trying to like get it out of him too they're like we're practically friends oh that was so funny he was like just tell us we're practically (laughs) friends that is a great (laughs) very funny line so then he's like he's explaining what happened and he's like i think we did but i don't really know and then he says to danny and derek you know what you ever have that thing where like you think you had sex with someone but you're not sure and derek's like uh Look no. at who you're asking. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, of course not. <laughs> but that's when one of them was like, you saw her totally bare naked. <laughs> I mean, now we're laughing. It's But like, it gets so terrible in a minute. I yeah. Don't even know. This episode, this what, it's like the first episode, like set it all up. And then the second episode, it's like, you know, punch after punch after punch after punch after punch of like just bad information all around. I, know. I will be honest with you when it opens the second episode and mm-hmm. Peter's in the bed and I'm like, Oh, was I totally misreading the roofie thing? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then I was like, Oh, is this going to be about whether or not there was consent, consensual, which is not even a question. Like I, that's like so far in another five years removed from this, that that's even a thing that people talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, because Darcy's, wishing that that's what it was at this point she like kind of knows it's not probably yeah she's like well at least i maybe had sex with my boyfriend as my first time so like if nothing else at least it was that Mm -hmm. um and we were really drunk and like so blah 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 that happened but um it's bad enough that like we have to deal with the rape part of it but then for her to get chlamydia from the rape um and then then <laughs> to find but also to find out that like she definitely was raped because jane drops this knowledge that like apparently there's someone going around and like roofing people at parties which like is not funny at, obviously but no the but way, the way it's presented the is way so they handle bizarre it, it's so 
like she's like, hey, did you hear the news? There's like a serial rapist just roofing people all over Can the place. Can you believe it? And like, then Darcy's like, a- uh, that's probably what happened to me then, right? But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, we're not going to pretend it happened. And, you know, this is then after she finds out that um, Danny and Derek know about them having sex. And the scarlet letter so she's already like oh no and then kim with the abstinence ring but then then she gets chlamydia and then and then she tries to kill herself like it just goes like it it's just like bam like let's just keep going with like it couldn't we could have just had a very simple degrassi one note go in there they piled it high on they really were just like let's just add to it it was unbearable, like not unbearable. It was just like, I, I was just like, oh my God, when it, I'm not going to, but when they finally got to the point where Manny, they're at cheerleading practice and Darcy's not there and she goes, she's like, Holly J, can you take over? Mm-hmm. And she goes into the showers and she finds Darcy laying on the ground with her wrist slit. I was mm-hmm. like, my reaction was terrible because I was just like, how, what is, how is this happening? How mm-hmm. are you, how? And then, like, next week, it'll be like, did Spinner fart in the bathroom episode? Like, well, I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. do these, like, really heavy things, and then it's like, oh, did Liberty uh, bring a gerbil home from school? Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's so but I just couldn't believe the amount. We always talk about how the show burns through storyline, but the amount of just shit they piled on this poor character and now like my heart i mean is darcy my favorite character i feel so terrible for her oh i i'm i'm looking forward to seeing where her storylines go this season because that was a lot like she's had some she's had some tough storylines but nothing like this like yes no and i mean it's has anybody had a storyline like this aside from like jt and jimmy no. Oh, Paige. Paige also had the terrible when she was Paige, raped by the guy. Paige was raped by uh, Dean Lynn. Dean uh, Lynn. And, Dean Lynn! But, like, the fact that, like, I don't know, I just, I feel, like, horrible for Darcy that, like, she was roofied, has no idea who did this, can't put the pieces together of what happened, and then also on top of it is super Christian. And so her virginity means a lot to her and is like really upset and worked up about like the, how this happened. Um, right. Not that, I mean, not that it's any better when it's like a guy that you like to then is a real dick to you and rapes you. That's not a good thing either, but yeah, I mean, there's no point. Good, but, yeah, no, I mean, I don't even know how to state this. <laughs> it's brutal. It's but, fucking but brutal. This is just, it's just like, Oh my God, they couldn't have, made this worse for this character i mean they could have i'm sure like but i feel like how like they they obviously did the 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 killing because she wasn't she was faced with the idea of telling her mom and she didn't she mm-hmm. kind of what is it wasn't ready mm-hmm. so she tries to kill herself and they did that so that she would then be like faced with that she kind of has to tell her mom but she still didn't i was just like so confused so yeah Peter and Manny are at the hospital and the mom and, and Peter's like, we have to tell her parents yeah. and Manny who again, a pizza man is killing it. She's like, no, it's, she's like reading a brochure, a pamphlet. Something. Yeah. Like a pamphlet. <laughs> she's like, I got this pamphlet, Peter. <laughs> and she's like, you have to let people who have been raped 
come to it on their own time, on their own terms. You cannot force it and you shouldn't. And I thought that was great. That was very good advice. And so the mom, the terrible mom comes up Mm -hmm. to Manny and she's like, can anybody tell me why my perfect daughter would do something like this? And Manny's like, I don't know. I don't know. When her, I'm sure she wanted to tell her, of course, but, Mm -hmm. but you got to, Darcy lied about being sick so she could go to the thing. So she's going to be in trouble for that. Obviously she wouldn't be in trouble because her mother, I hope, unless like they're going to get into this thing where like Christians are like, well, what were you wearing? Which I fucking mm-hmm, might mm-hmm. be what they do. If you weren't drunk, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened kind of a thing. And I'm sure she's worried about that. Could you imagine like a, if you like confided in a parent, something like that, and that's how they came back at you? I can't. I mean, I would feel, I would feel so embarrassed to have to explain that to my parents too. Like, especially as a 17 year old, (laughs) like I can't imagine. Um, but also when your parents are holding you up to this particular standard, uh, that's, it's just a lot. It's it's reminiscent in a, in a very different way, but Mm -hmm. to the page storyline where, where Paige was being held to like that standard that she couldn't compete with. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're like mirrors of one another, but in a very different, sad yeah. way. So, yeah. yeah. So we I end felt, this. I felt like they really could have left out the chlamydia part of that. Like, at least. Like, at the least. I was not expecting the suicide attempt either. That was. When it happened, I just was like, I can't even. Mm-hmm. I like gig. I chuckled. Not mm-hmm. because it's funny. I, sh- I said I because- wasn't going to say this. Just because I couldn't believe that. I was like, are you yeah. serious? What, sh- what is happening? You're it's just like of- a natural human reaction to like what, what was happening. They just could not escalate it more yeah. in the course of 22. Because this is in the course of 22 minutes, right? Yeah. All but of that also, happens in the second episode. I think that's also why they had to kind of like... Uh, to buffer that a little bit with like Ellie trying to set Marco up. <laughs> oh yeah. You couldn't yeah, yeah, have yeah, had totally. anything serious in that, in that episode. Cause it was way too serious for the, uh, the A story. But not too serious for the B story. Toby's got a podcast. You know, I was thinking pump up the volume before because Toby on that podcast was making me think of Christian Slater in that movie, pump up the volume <laughs> where he had that radio show and he was like, I'm going to kick your ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tobes, 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 who is not in the opening credits. Yeah. I get the feeling Tobes is going to get like a nice little run right here and then probably Oh, maybe not, because he seems to be about to head into a feud with Johnny. Johnny DeMarco, you don't care nothing about me. Rancid. Johnny DeMarco. I got nothing. I don't like him. I don't like him. He just is like a Hesher. Guy looks like a Hesher. A Hesher? Yeah, like a metal guy. That's like Uh, what you call metal guys. Heshers. Never heard that? No, I haven't. But I'm not into metal, so maybe that's why. Uh, There's a great movie called Hesher with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Toby Tobes is obviously very unhappy with the idea of the Lakers gang coming to uh, the school because they collectively murdered his best friend. Yeah, and then the guy who was there when his best friend was murdered but was not the one who committed the murdering, he was just present, Johnny DeMarco, 
Yeah, um, but he is. But is, to be fair, he's also he, an asshole. Like, yeah, he's also he's also one of the ringleaders of of, of when they uh, ran Toby and they called him a digi wiener. Mm-hmm. They digi did call wiener, him a digi wiener. He calls Toby Snake a wiener. Snake did not like digi wiener either. Snake was not feeling it. He calls him a wiener uh, twice in this episode. Yeah. Brilliant. off the table, wiener. Yeah. So Toby is not happy about the fact that these kids are at the school and he tells Liberty and not after, after, after Holly J pushes him and calls him Toad because I realized that she wouldn't know his name, Tobe. And so she calls him a Toad, which is, I'm like, what is with these Lakers kids picking on poor Toby? Like, he didn't do anything to them. It's so funny because when I first heard it, I thought she was like, did she, did she just say toe? And then I was like, oh no, it was, it's not the same thing. I had to, I had to like <laughs> rewind and be like, wait, what? Um, but he talks to Liberty about it and he's like, why are they here? They're like taking up our halls and they're taking our crappy motivational posters and, yeah. you know, all that jazz. Um, and as he's going on and on, Liberty says, I feel a podcast coming on. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what I does was that shocked. mean? I was, I was very, like, are there podcasts at this like, point? A, were there podcasts in 2007? And B, what? Like, we haven't heard about a podcast before this point from Toby. What is the first podcast you remember? I don't know. I don't think I've been listening to them for that long. The first podcast I remember was the Ricky Gervais show. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was like the. I remember that. Yeah. To NPR shows as podcasts. Right. That's right, like kind right. of what I remember. Right. I remember. But that, the, but that the, was this decade. That wasn't. Well, no, the, the Ricky Gervais show was around this time, like for sure. Like I remember, but like I remember getting it like burned to CDs. Oh, wow. Because there were only a few episodes. Ricky Gervais now I think is the worst, but I used to think that podcast with Carl Pilkington was very funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also, one of the libertyist things to do was. Uh, while they were having a conversation, she was eating her lunch with chopsticks. <laughs> On the stairs outside the cafeteria like, because there was no space to sit. And part of me was like, Shiler Stone, man, that's a detail that not everyone's going to notice, but mm-hmm. that is very, very honest and real for Liberty. When they do Liberty, they do Liberty right. They Usually. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah, they don't give her enough screen time, but they mm-hmm. they do do it right. Yeah. So it turns out that Liberty isn't saying I feel a podcast coming on for no reason at all. It's because Toby Isaacs has a podcast that apparently everyone at Degrassi and Lakehurst listens to. Yeah. And it's basically shitting on all the Lakehurst kids. And he records in your token uh, dark recording studio, <laughs> which it was is like, the, yeah. the media lab at like the media immersion lab late night so by himself. <laughs> It's like, this is going to be a deep cut, but that movie Talk Radio with Eric Bogosian, I know, mm-hmm, Oliver, the mm-hmm. Oliver Stone movie. And it's like the camera just like goes around him as he's like spouting mean meanities. That's exactly it. what it does. Yeah, um, I love it. It was like that Shiler Stone were definitely like, it's got to be like Talk Radio. Broomheads, it's a movie. I don't know what to tell you. It's mm-hmm. very underseen movie, but it's like, that's the character in that movie is just like a shock jock who's like, I don't give a shit what you think about me. I'm going to, it's like, you know, right wing talk radio. Mm-hmm. So uh Toby records his mean podcast about all those Lakehurst assholes and then immediately publishes it as a podcast straight from Apple. Before um, that though, he the, the John should be fair should be said Johnny DeMarco, you don't care nothing about me, did try to have a peace treaty with Toby. Yes. 
And Toby was like, fuck you, dude. You fucking sat around while my friend got murdered, mm-hmm. stabbed to death outside of Emma's house. Mm-hmm. So Toby releases this. Everyone hears it. Liberty's not happy. She's like, I was going to have you be on the integration committee. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's an integration committee. What if what if some of us don't want to integrate, he said. Mm-hmm. Don't want any of those Lakehurst kids in my school. So then Toby visits JT's grave in what I actually thought was a pretty sweet moment. Poignant mm-hmm. scene. And I got I not I didn't certainly didn't cry or I didn't, but I definitely felt a very uh, emotional pang. Mm-hmm. Cause he's so he fucking lost his best friend in uh, they're not, he's not, they're not having him deal with it, really. Like, he's not, his grief is just being, like, piled on by, like, a lot of other shit happening, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? Between all the stuff with Liberty, and now this, and I do, I feel for our, our sweet baby Tobes. Mm-hmm. I do, too. He's so sweet. So he goes to visit him, and I don't really, he was just sort of like. He was talking you know. to him, but I think this was I don't remember if this was before or after he goes to the pool bar, though. I have a feeling he went to the pool. It's before. It is? Okay. Be- I thought, uh, no, you know what? You might be right. I think it's after. I think You're he goes right. to the pool he bar goes- first. Right, right. And he tries to talk to Johnny you DeMarco. You are absolutely And Johnny right. DeMarco's like, we all heard this. We're not going to have a peace treaty. You might want to get right. out of here before we beat you up. Peace treaties off the table, Wiener. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. You're absolutely right. And that's why he goes. He You're goes right. to see JT confused. and then he talks to JT. Like, what am I supposed to do without you here? I don't know. Like, I know this whole like violence on top of violence isn't a good thing. He like really butchers the phrase. Um, but then he records another podcast episode where he essentially says, you know, what, like what he was saying, asking JT what to do and to welcome these. Yes these people mm-hmm. i did write uh in my notes toby at jt's grave is sad face emoji mm. i wrote out sad face emoji. yeah you didn't draw it yeah no you can see i wrote that's the bottom one there no <laughs> maybe sad but yeah that was it so we'll see what happens moving forward with toby and johnny demarco you don't care nothing about me I don't. I Johnny don't, DeMarco, you, Well, I'll tell you, Johnny DeMarco, You Don't Care Nothing About Me, though, does become like a uh, big character on the show. Does he, he dates really? Sav's, he dates Sav's sister. Wow. I Who's like, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think she's kind of like the Manny of that generation, mm-hmm. sort of like the boy crazy kind of. Is that Allie? That's my Manny. Yeah, I know a lot of the names. Um, I'm trying to, you know, prepare myself, but I also, I've seen them around. Now, I should say, I think that's what happens. I should never say anything with a surety, because I never (laughs) don't really remember. Hey, Rachel, Mm -hmm. could you get the C story? Oh, I can. I can. Welcome to Degrassi, the college years. That's so funny. You're absolutely right. It is. The C story is totally Degrassi the college. I love. Can you believe the college? I actually really liked Saved by the Bell the college years. So I'm kind of like, I kind of like Degrassi the college years as well. Not to be like to, to beat this with the dead horse. I did not expect to do this more than one time, but the superintendent of plot devices did show up again to effectively squash a plot because 
we don't need Squatch Designs anymore, no. so let's just fucking get rid of it and just have Paige nope. go, we got to close the store, and that's the end of it. The store is going under, so now there are, no one's crying over it, but there are lots of shirts for Marco the if he needs it. superintendent of plot devices is of here things, forever, and I'm so happy. Of all things, this store closed so easily after being open for like six months somehow. But and, we were, and they were like doing good. But Marco is still sad about Dylan, and it's just like, just, oh my God. Ugh. Drag it out. Adilin. Adilin. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. I'm so happy you did it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you beat me to it. You were making Adilin. a face. I was ready. I did it. I was trying to get you there. I was getting you there without oh. getting you there. So Ellie wants, Ellie's like, Marco deserves better. He does. Um, because Adilin is in Switzerland and playing hockey, and he has enough time for that boy back home. He doesn't. He really doesn't. And Marco and is very bummed out. He's about loyal it. to a fault and he's just like, and you know, wants monogamy and is not getting that from a deal in. <laughs> and so he goes to the core, which is, uh, I don't know if you know this, but it's Toronto's fifth, fifth largest, largest yeah. mm-hmm. newspaper mm-hmm. Uh, in circulation. Yes. And Frashman Jesse's there with Ellie and Eric. Mm, Eric. A cute boy is there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, Marco. What brings you to the core? And he's like, hey, journalism or something. I don't remember. And so they're talking. And Ellie and Freshman Jesse, Ellie turns to Freshman Jesse and was like, oh, we should set them up. And Freshman Jesse's like, we should leave. We should stay out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, Ellie doesn't stay out of it. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ellie keeps saying we. And he's like, you keep, keep you with the we. And I don't think yeah. this is a good idea. You know, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to be all right with Freshman yeah, Jesse. Freshman I, Jesse was very funny in this episode. And I, I appreciated him. And he was, you know, uh, wise he was the appropriate wise for his years he was not wise beyond his years it's a weird thing that they introduced freshman jesse by having the other newspaper people be like oh he's picking his freshman like he always does and then like not have that be a thing like he's Mm -hmm. just he likes ellie like why did you why did they put that on him like they should have just let him uh, that was annoying like if she was going to date him anyway why give him this like character trait that ultimately proves to, i i am always going to remember that mm-hmm. maybe some people won't is i know it, you will is it bad that i forgot that they got back together they were remember marco like walked in on them in the room in the, right. they were having a sex in the room you know what happened was they, they forgot to put the they forgot to put the sock on the door had to put a sock on the door nobody would have come into the room that was too that was a layup that was so good uh yeah he walked into them and they were having a sex in the room mm-hmm. uh so yeah so then Ellie, does she, she tries Ellie, to set them Ellie up. tries to set them up poorly. She invites Eric over, right. lets him know that that's going on, orders pizza. Marco comes home and, she, and Ellie's like, oh, we got we have someone over here. And mm-hmm. then it's Eric. And then she goes, oh, the thing. Jesse, we got to go look at this thing. And Jesse's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the thing. We'll go look at that. And they leave. And then Eric's like, yeah, I know about the setup. And Marco's like, well, I have a boyfriend. So yeah. this isn't going to work. Yeah. So then Ellie apologizes the next day over frozen toaster tarts, even though they really showed did some pop tart product placement. It was like that's what they call them, right? Frozen toaster. But then you could see the label, so I was very confused about that. Just call them pop tarts. I can fucking read it. I was calls them a frozen toaster tart. Could you imagine if like all the Canadian broomheads are like, uh, that is what we call them, Mm -hmm. frozen toaster tarts? That probably is it. 
Hey, you got to have the frozen toast tart. <laughs> they buy them with their loonies. <laughs> That's like... Anytime you say loonies, this makes me laugh. Like, even if it's... <laughs> they buy them with their... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, it's everything. Hey, you come in here, you put the suck on the diet so you can eat the frozen toaster tart and no one will see you. They're going to think of you having a sex in a room, but you're not the eighth in a frozen toaster tart in a room. Oh, heavens to Betsy. How was your Christmas, Rach? We're not done the sea story. Could you finish the sea story? Could you? Uh, so then... She, he pretends to be like mad at Ellie, but then they're not really mad at each other. And then Ellie's like, you got to just try to put yourself. I kind of tuned out of the C story, if I'm being honest. I, I got really bored when he did actually go on a date with Eric and they were talking about summer camps. And I don't woods. even remember that yeah. they went on a date. I'm being dead <laughs> honest with you. And I watched this eight hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> they went on a date. Yeah, they did. <laughs> did I write a note about it? <laughs> I think it was after, no, it was before we find out that the store is going under. <laughs> I think I was too busy being like worried about Darcy going yeah, through yeah. 19 fucking levels of hell in this episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But did they like each other? I honestly don't remember. I think they did, but I think that like Marco wasn't really ready to let go of that relationship, but I I can't remember if it was Eric or if it was Ellie before that said that like Marco deserves someone better. She yeah. said that. I do yeah. remember her saying mm-hmm. that. Yes. I think she might have said it to Freshman Jesse. I think so. But I feel like Eric kind of implied that too that like Marco's pretty great. He deserves, you know, but I think Can he was be also honest with you. Yeah. Is he? I th- is Marco really that great? I mean, I, I, don't know. I guess he's like beloved, and he yeah. always is at the end of the end of the montage, like turning his jacket around. But like, mm-hmm. is Marco ever? Marco's fine. He's all right. Yeah. Is that a hot take too? To be like, I don't think Marco's that great. I mean, I don't know that I'd want Marco to be my boyfriend because he's very clingy. He's just like, I, I and he's know. fine. He's been good in parts, but like lately, I just feel like he's a real drip. Who would that's what who I'm would getting. you want to be your best friend? Of all of them, yeah. Fucking Manny, Manny Santos. But I mean, that's almost like too easy that I yeah. can't even use that. Okay, as my yeah. Answer. So if not Manny, who who next? Uh, this is such a fucking great. This is why. Mm-hmm. You I was thinking of I was thinking about it though myself. I'm not sure if I have an answer. I no, I'm I know, like, but this is why you're so good at this job. Be? This job of. Unpaid, unpaid job as a podcast. Darcy would but keep talking about my heathen lifestyle, so probably not uh, Darcy. See, I, I'm not gonna. It would definitely not be Darcy for me. But I will say, for them, usually, mm-hmm. with the exception of this episode, I think that Darcy is more less about like ju- I, what you do, mm-hmm. and it's like do whatever you want to do, but I'm gonna do what I do, mm-hmm. which is be pious mm-hmm. but she was mean to manny mm-hmm. i mean the answer is manny and then i'm like starting th- and then of course i'm going to page but i'm like you I know, don't know you know who's a, a good friend but isn't on the show anymore is hazel hazel's good hazel would be hazel's a very a good, good friend answer. you know who's a good friend who except for when he was not such a good friend to his gay best friend but then spinner became- a speed yeah i mean my real best friend would be uh mr del rossi 
Red, should I come over here and give me a hug? <laughs> Am I going to give you some of my uh, chicken parmesan? Yeah. Uh, this is a great question, though. Because uh, Alex, I think I'd be friends with Alex. Mm-hmm. She's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be friends with Jay. No, but then I feel like I'd warm up to Jay over time, and mm-hmm. then maybe I'd end up being like good friends with him. Mm-hmm. But I think because you're t- you're posing it as like who would be the the best actual friend? Yeah, like to- who would be there for you? Would who you would who them? would be the friend you'd want to hang out with the most? I do think Manny's the right answer. Yeah, I do I know too. That I can't pick. I Manny. think Manny's the right answer too. But I'm like, if if not Manny, yeah, who who it's else? Like, yeah. But also, Manny was a really good friend in this episode. So she's she's the best. She's the best mm-hmm. it, to someone who was very unkind to her mm-hmm. a day before. Mm-hmm. But she did leave her at the party. But let's be honest. Yeah. You know what? I want to say, hot Peter Lacus. Right, <laughs> He'd be your best friend. Mm-hmm. He'd make you look great in comparison. I gotta say. I like Mia. You know, I got a big. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she's Liberty. Liberty's a good friend. Toby. Toby is a good friend. Mm-hmm. Danny and Derek, not so much. No, I think Toby is a is a leading choice. If we're not, if if it's yeah. not Manny, yeah, Toby. Toops, Toops, Toad. Toad. Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't really remember exactly where oh, they break l- up. Yeah, well, sorry, phone. but I don't remember where it left off with Eric. If it was just that you know he kind of gave Marco the push that he needed in order to break up with uh. Well, it was between Eric and then Paige talking about the store going under and how sometimes things happen for a reason and all that jazz. No, I think it's. I think my answer is Spinner. I think my answer is Spinner. Yeah, yeah, it's Spinner. B- Manny, but if it can't be Manny, it's Spinner. It's Spinner. Is my answer. I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, so then he gets on the phone with Adilin, and Adilin is like. Marco says we have to talk, and Adilin is like, "Is it this talk, the mm-hmm. talk?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's the talk." Mm-hmm. Talk, talk. The end. And they were calling cell phones from Switzerland. I was impressed. Yeah. So that was it. We're here. We're in it. Mm-hmm. season seven. It was a hard episode to watch, I will say. Mm-hmm. It was a it turned out to be very difficult after and you're so it was so smart of you to point out how they fucking do that. They lull you in with these like really yeah. great things that seem like it's a great time. And yeah. then all of a sudden they drop the hammer. Yeah. So they did that. And it's amazing. Rachel. Yes. Patrick. This new season is going to continue as all the old other seasons have done, wherein we pick, we talk about how much each episode goes there. Because, of course, mm-hmm. when it was on the Noggin, the end channel, it was uh, the tagline was it goes there. So we developed a patented mm-hmm. uh, one to ten scale. Uh, we call it the patented Degrassi every episode ever marathon podcast go there scale. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can do this scale but us. We have a patent on it, a TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, one to ten. One being the least, ten being the most. So, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Shit. How much do you think that episodes uh, uh, 701 and 702, mm-hmm. standing in the dark, go there? I gave it an eight. Yeah. I don't know if that's high enough, to be honest, now that I've talked about it. But I'm like, I it's not, it didn't result in a death. It didn't, but it, but it was close. A, de- a death of innocence. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there was also a suicide attempt, which is pretty, pretty fucking huge deal. Is that it? I'm going to go with eight. I'm going to go with eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to start this new season out with a, in an interesting way. I'm going to go with (laughs) on the scale, on the go there scale of one to 10. I'm going to give episodes seven and one and seven and two standing in the dark a go there patented one to 10 scale of 10. I think this episode mm. goes there a full fat 10. I think we've mm. given one other 10 or two other 10s maybe. The shooting, certainly. Mm-hmm. JT's and JT's death. death. I don't think yeah. I gave JT's death a 10. I think I gave JT's death an 11. I think I was so unprepared for this one. Yeah. Whereas like I knew all those other ones were coming. So this one really knocked the wind out of me the Mm -hmm. way and listen just the way it built and built and built and built to this crescendo of of uh attempted suicide i was like Mm -hmm. i haven't felt like this uncomfortable or like Mm -hmm. fuck at an episode yeah and i can't even remember when i mean i I, and again like i knew the shooting was happening i knew the abortion yeah i knew jt was gonna die so i think Mm -hmm. that's my bias is playing into it a little bit I I I totally agree with you on that. I think my reasoning for giving it an eight, or to for not giving it a ten, rather, not necessarily that eight is the right number, are that I have a hard time giving a one or a ten to almost any of them. Like I feel like I always almost I err on like in the middle. But then the other reason why I didn't want to give it a ten is that there wasn't there was a crescendo, but it was actually kind of muted in a way. Like I felt like they just I kept agree. throwing things at me instead of that there was a real buildup. Like the tension wasn't there. That's a great. That point. was there for the shooting or for JT's death. That's a great point, point. and I'm still going to give it a ten. But yeah, you yeah. are you're talking me I, down a little I'm bit. I'm talking myself into my eight. Like, and I think that it probably is more of a nine to be honest. But like. And it, you know what's interesting about it yeah. is I am going to stick with the 10 because, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be controversial on the first episode back of the new season. But yeah, yeah. it might be more an eight or nine. And honestly, maybe if they pulled back a little bit and maybe didn't mm-hmm. do chlamydia or didn't do suicide yeah. attempt, it would yeah. feel more of a 10 because then it's like yeah. actually like giving credence to that other stuff instead of piling on everything to make it there you know what the you know what the thing is i'm not going to give it a 10 i'm not going to give it a 10 because that's mm. what they want they're trying they want to, to get a 10. a 10 the superintendent God damn it rachel you story did it. Plot devices the, sto- the superintendent <laughs> of plot devices is this sorry yes. i mean this was the best episode to come up with the superintendent of plot devices and that was pure luck but the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is they are trying. They're like, this isn't enough. Do more, do more, do more. So I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. You're fucking right, Rachel. I'm going to give it an mm-hmm. eight. I'm going two down. That is Whoa. so true. They are, it's like they're trying to, you know how people are like when they when you watch like a manipulative, sad movie, it's like they're trying to mm-hmm. like bully the tears out of you. And that's what this mm-hmm. is doing. It's like trying. It feels like that a little bit. Like the chlamydia was like the one step too far for me. Like the suicide attempt would have been one thing, but the, okay. I will say, I mean, this, I mean, also maybe that you needed the chlamydia needed to build it. to the you suicide You needed the chlamydia attempt, attempt, yeah. for me. The reason I will, I will forgive the chlamydia before the suicide attempt is mm-hmm. because she is looking for reasons to not believe it was rape and to believe it was Mm -hmm. Peter. Mm -hmm. Once the chlamydia happens, she knows it's not Peter because Peter doesn't have chlamydia. So that Mm -hmm. 
is why I will forgive that. It's the su- and again, the suicide attempt, maybe that's true and honest and 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 is a thing that would happen, mm-hmm. but it just mm-hmm. feels like it was Shiler Stone trying to like get blood from a stone like more 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 give yeah. us more what else could we add to this yeah but again it does it does lead to a very poignant moment with the mom because now that story that's a kind of a good story because now the mom is wondering yeah. why so i don't know i but i do feel like they were trying to beat the tears out of me so i'm gonna go an eight and i was so confident in my 10 i was so confident but you talked me down I'm good at that. The part that the part that really felt weird to me was like right at the end when um, Darcy's talking to the school counselor whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. And the only reason we find out that she's talking to her is because she did this on school property. Like, right. Yes. Credit to them, (laughs) though, for like we have not seen this school counselor in seasons and credit to them for getting the same actor to come and play. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, hey, can you we we got 20 bucks. Chester's (laughs) going to show up in a season 12 episode (laughs) and it's going to be the same guy. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. They gave Chester like so much time for like two episodes. They realized he was a goon ball. Yeah, oh, man. Good stuff. That was great. We're not done yet. Whatever happened to Chris? I don't know. He was around and then he like came back for a second and then he was gone again. I don't know. Yeah. They don't really tell you what happens to characters in the show, do they? Nah, they just kind of like go on with their lives. Probably in school they graduate with everybody else. Then they go and become, you know, jobs. Mm-hmm. They do jobs. They do jobs. They do jobs. They lose and re- they lose wrestling matches. That's for all my wrestling peeps out there. They do jobs. So on that note, Patrick. Yes, Rachel. Who was your most valuable Degrassi in? in Shanae Grimes, bitch. I don't even have to. I got nothing. I mean, there's no way around it. She. This is a... Uh, I mean, partially, part of it is giving mm-hmm. it to actually Shade mm-hmm. Graham's speech, not Darcy Graham's speech. Yeah. What a great performance is in both of these episodes. She's really fucking good. Uh, she can... She can lead episodes. Like it's mm-hmm. been proven before. Mm-hmm. She's very good. I like, and she went through a lot. And you know, ba- based on your usual spectrum of mm-hmm. how much I don't know if anything, if how much is learned, but mm-hmm. certainly mm-hmm. a a thing. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm fumbling with my words. She was but. she was dealing. She. I mean, she was a protagonist of the episode. She was dealing with a lot the of the content of it. If this um, show was, if this ep- these two episodes of Degrassi were Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she would be Buffy. Yeah. So I didn't choose her, but I do think that she's very, very important to these episodes. Um, I think her acting is great, but I think that's more of an uh, a testament to Sinead Grimes Beach than it is to Darcy Grimes Beach. I think we should do, we should give away like awards at the end of the season for best actor, best supporting actor, yeah. best actress, best supporting actress. We yeah. would, we would say best actor best, in a mini like, Male actor, best <laughs> woman, best woman actor. But anyway, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Patreon, so, you, that sound good to you? Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up with five bones. Um, I think she did a great job in this, but I don't think Darcy was the most valuable Degrassian in these episodes to me. I, know, I think I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. I think that Manny was the most valuable it. Degrassian in these episodes because she proved herself as like such a good friend and like 
really helpful in despite the shit that Darcy sent her. <laughs> like I was just I was really impressed with like Yes. You know, her manny spiritedness and like the way that she showed up and everything and even dealing with like hot Peter and the ring and stuff. And even like hot Peter was like still a dick, but don't like, even start. Don't start better. softening on hot Peter. Stop it. Stop. I'm stopping you right there. Don't start. I can't. We cannot. I'm surprised that you didn't give it to Kim though. Cause I know how much you love Kim and she really, <laughs> and she was great. I'm she, like, she was, was the terrible best but guest she was actress, like hands down. She had that arm folded, <laughs> like just dis- disappointed look. I should give it to the fucking superintendent of plot devices. Who oh, really, yeah. He came to play this, this week. <laughs> I love how I'm so pleased that the superintendent of plot devices joke didn't necessarily hit perfectly but now that we know what it is i feel like he he or she is back he's here forever oh yeah they um and obviously much better than holly jacoby and myers oh i'm never i'm gonna continue to call her holly jacoby and myers (laughs) i'm gonna continue to call her that uh i apologize in advance rachel you're just gonna have to deal with it i'm gonna call her holly jacoby and myers <laughs> it's the tension that makes the show work. Yeah. So, um, I have to say also a shout out for an MVO in this in this uh these two episodes, which was in the first episode when Manny was essentially wearing roller skating wrist guards for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> what about Manny's? So you do, you definitively do not think she's pulling off this hairstyle? It's fine. And. No, I just don't think it's the best look for her. I don't think the color looks quite right. I think it should be blonder or darker. Like it's kind of orangey looking. And I don't think, I don't know, as someone who's like dyed their hair blonde from darker colors, I've had that kind of orangey in between color before. And I just, it it doesn't look great. Mm -hmm. I think she'd look great if she had like bleached blonde hair, not quite bleached blonde, but like a goldeny blonde, but it needs to be a little lighter. She's the best character in the history of the show. <clears throat> no question about it. But I mean, Cassie Steele thinks it's the worst <laughs> look for herself too. So. Now looking back, yeah, but I mean, yeah. the, the worst look in a sea of just great looks, you know. She has a lot of iconic looks. L e w k s Luke's. What do you think? What's happening in Georgia? Oh, we they won. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Both McConnell is toast. Broomheads. Dope monkeys. Beeps. That's the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to write us an email, you can send it to us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast. And there's a great Facebook group that some uh, great broomheads set up, specifically um, Elise. Uh, and that is the... Degrassi every episode ever marathon podcast dope monkeys and broomheads yeah something I love it I love the cumbersome just look for the, the name of the we look, up, look up dope monkeys and maybe you'll find it uh, <laughs> but it's a great great Facebook group very active um, if you like the show um, please subscribe and rate and review on iTunes uh, we're on Patreon 
patreon.com slash deep if you want to hear any of our special bonus episodes or have a lovely hangout with us once a month we had a great conversation this past month so yeah and also we recommend a, a lot of things which i didn't even mm-hmm. realize we were doing Mm-hmm. which is good. I also have a new web series called uh, the Mike and Pat zoom show. It's on YouTube. Please look it up. Uh, it's on, it, I posted it on the, the web page, not the mm-hmm. web page, the Facebook group. If you like things that are stupid, well, it's right up. It your might alley. be for you. I don't mm-hmm. think Rachel laughed at it, but she was, but what are you going to do? She's usually pretty mean to me. I smiled. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's the deal. That's it. We had a great zoom hangout. We last did. Time. We'll be back next week with a new episode. There are more episodes in season seven, so it will take us longer to finish it. And then there's a season coming up where there's they're all two-parters. Oh, my God. Because the show was on every day. Oh, my God. It's on like f- five days a week. Did you know that? They talked about We learned that on the Zoom call. They told us about that. Yeah, I might need to quit my job in order to do this. Mm. We might have to cut those two-parters into one-parters, but that's a that's a different time. Yeah. Broomheads, we love you. You're the best. Happy New Year. See you next week. Let's do it. Bye.